This is Havana Salon, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. July is already over. My goodness. Oh. My goodness. Uh, you know, I, I still feel like the things I was supposed to do in July have plenty of time to get done. <laughs> uh, should probably hurry up on those things. Uh, chuckling alongside me here is Jordan Small. Jordan, uh, thank you for joining me. How how was your weekend? It was good. You and I uh, got to go. We were not together, but we got to go to the Macklemore and Kesha concert, um, and it was incredible. I loved it. Yes. Um, I was I was supposed to go to Atlantic City over the weekend, and then we ended up having um, a car repair that ended up costing much more than we anticipated, and because we're adults and we have to be responsible now, uh, decided that we probably shouldn't run off for the weekend after spending that kind of money. And then the opportunity to get very cheap Macklemore tickets came to me, and um, I snatched that up, that opportunity, as soon as I could, and then soon later found out that you were also going to the same concert. I was... Um, so we'll, we'll get to the spear in a, in a second. I have a question for you. I did not... I guess maybe not was a question, but... I did not realize that Kesha was as big as she is now, right? Yeah. I, I know Kesha is big in general, right? But coming off of her hiatus and being the year after her album came out, I wasn't I – was, I was pleasantly surprised at how many people in the audience were clearly there to see Kesha. Yeah, I mean, I think that it – I think her story resonates with a lot of people and kind of hits home. And also like she just is so accepting of so many people that I think that was a big thing too. Yeah. There was uh, glitter everywhere. Uh, (laughs) I mean, just everywhere. There was beers with glitter, costumes with glitter. Uh, It was, uh, it was awesome. This, uh, this, Guy came into the as I was leaving the, the the restroom. This guy was walking in, probably about as tall as I am, but maybe like seventy five pounds lighter. Was wearing this like half cut T shirt that said "sassy" on it, uh, <laughs> with glitter all over his face, and he looked awesome. <laughs> I was like, "You are definitely dressed the part for a Kesha concert." Um, it was uh, seeing Macklemore. Uh, so I'm a big Macklemore fan. Uh, my wife's a big Macklemore fan. My wife's a big uh, Kesha fan, especially her new stuff. I appreciate. Uh, I I yeah, enjoyed Kesha's earlier stuff uh, a lot when I was you know out and about as a as a young twenty something, uh, and so it was cool to be able to see them uh, together. And, and Macklemore was probably the most excited I've ever I've been to see a concert <laughs> since I was in high school. So. Uh, that was, it was a lot of fun and it was your first concert, right? Yes. Ah. It was, uh, my sister got them for my birthday, these tickets, and we had an absolute blast. Could not have picked a better first concert. Yeah. Such a, such a good pairing. Those two. Um, yeah, very cool. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's get to the thing that we cover on this show. Uh, this is follow your spirit. We do follow the, the Washington spirits. We are, 
slowly uh, getting around to the end of the season. It feels like uh, the past couple weeks have gone a little bit uh, slower as far as progressing towards the end of the season. Maybe uh, maybe it's due to the break. Or um, but um, since we last spoke uh, with Jennifer Gordon, the Spirits hosted the Houston Dash for a game that got postponed to a Sunday morning and um, still could not manage to come away with a goal. Um, Jordan, you were there. Uh, I will let you uh, describe sort of the uh, being there the night before the postponement and then being there the following morning because you said there was something about that that was fun. Yeah, um, Saturday night, Saturday all day it was raining, and I was just like, this is not going to go well. And... um, Got up to the Plex about half an hour to 45 minutes before the game. Looked at the field, and it pretty much had standing water on a good third of the field. And for anybody that knows the Maryland Soccer Plex, you know that the grounds crew does an amazing job, and that field drains incredibly well. But I saw something that said they got, like, almost seven inches of rain up there. Holy smokes. It came down very hard that day um so the vibe was kind of are they gonna play um we had the players that weren't playing in the game um up in the press box watching warm-ups and they were even like what's happening um and you know they kind of were meeting at center field and the refs decided you know we're not going to do this we're not going to put players through it and so they called the game and it was kind of nobody really knew what was going to happen because the dash don't live super close I mean right the the previous time this has happened they played sky blue I mean that's a bus right away so figuring out the travel was the biggest thing first um so they figured that out um, about the time that I got home, they announced it was the next day and 10 AM. I was like, well, got to find somewhere to get some breakfast. So I went to a nice deli up there, got some breakfast sandwiches and plopped down. It ended up being a, a beautiful Sunday morning. Got about the only three hours, not raining for that whole week. Um, and the spirit just played really well. It was, um, you know, 30 seconds in Franny Ortega nearly scored, um, and the, the fact that this game wasn't streamed ended up being kind of, um, difficult for, uh, Jason, Jen and I, because we ended up having to pretty much like live tweet extensively, um, for the game so that people knew what was happening. But I thought that was one of the better performances we've seen out of the spirit in a long time. And the fact that they still couldn't get a goal is really unfortunate. And I think it kind of speaks to how this season was going. They just thoroughly outplayed the dash and, and one small mistake from the back line and um, Aubrey Bledsoe kind of screwed him over. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's frustrating, especially with how this season has been going. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you weren't really paying attention to the game and you just saw the score pop up, if you've been someone who's just been sort of casually paying attention to the spirit this year, you'd probably roll your eyes like, oh, yep, there we go again, another 1-0 uh, 
uh, loss. But looking at the stat line, Spirit had uh, 58% of possession, took 24 shots for nine of them on goal. Yeah. Uh, they had 11 corner kicks. Uh, and that's up against the Houston Dash's 10 goals with only two of them on target. One of them gets by Bledsoe. And, uh, you know, when you look at the stat line, it looks like a game that Houston just got away with versus the yeah. Spirits being in the form that they've been in. So, um, you know, and I think, you know, when I was when I was watching the parts of this game I got to watch and looking at the stat line, like, I, I don't um, – uh, and by watching, I mean following your live tweeting. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, it just it felt like had if this was the typical match of the year, right? If this was the typical goalless match, it would be it would the, the feeling of the year would be a little bit different, right? right. Um, but you know, this is sort of this is unique in that the spirit had a decent amount of opportunity. I mean, twenty four shots. That's uh, that's that's quite a bit. Even uh, and then with the night on goal, um, you know that's a good shot on goal percentage for the Spirit this year. Um, anything from the starting eleven that uh, that's that's noteworthy? Not really. I mean, it was kind of um, the the formation they ended up playing ended up being um, a three back with Tori in um, in on the back line. But uh, I thought this the way that. They played a three-five-two, and it allowed Didasco and Smith to really provide help in the offense. And because of the style of play that Houston has, where they sit back and kind of let you come at them, um, this this allowed Smith and Didasco to just attack and attack and attack. And it was really the best game I think we've seen out of Smith um, so far in a Spirit uniform. And it was really unfortunate that they couldn't get a goal because um, she definitely was the MVP for me um, from them. And I also think that it allowed Quinn to, to play a little bit more of her style of game with a little bit more possession on the ball. But um, I think from Houston, Jane Campbell was the reason that game was the way it was, and, and she rightly won player of the week for it. So, um yeah, it was, a, it was a very interesting game, and I think um, both those stats of shots on goal and corners were season highs. So it just goes back to the whole frustrating um, that they couldn't get a goal out of it. Sure. Uh, Mallory Eubank sighting at the 62nd minute coming in for Benini. Uh, what did you see out of her? Yeah, I mean, I thought that she gave a little bit of a different look. I really liked what Benini was bringing um, early on, but... I think that's one of the things that they were just trying to get um, Benini out, get Eubank some minutes, and she brings a little bit more of a different style. Is going to push up more into into the offense, but um, I thought she played a, a pretty good game. Uh, and then Havana Salon getting some uh, some rare minutes this uh, this game as well. Saw her in the seventy fifth minute coming in for Francisca Ordega. How did how did my girl Salon look? Yeah, I mean, I think again, kind of. Uh, different look than than Franny. Um, Franny was just coming off her first game since the concussion, so Gabara said that was kind of a planned sub. And um, Franny's more of an attacking, go at you, try and break your ankles type of player, and and Havana is more of you know trying to possess and and work around with other players. So I thought it. 
I thought both subs kind of slowed the game down a little bit. Um, not necessarily that either of those players are slower, but just that they like to possess a little bit more and not just run at the back lines. So both subs kind of were interesting for me when they were down a goal. Um, yeah. That I mean, that goal coming in, what, the third minute? Third minute, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the Spirit with the uphill battle that entire time uh, nearly make it happen on, on nine occasions. But like you said, uh, Jane Campbell playing lights out, and the Spirit uh, just have... Unfortunately, I think this is maybe the second or third time it's happened where we've seen one of these games from the Spirit where they play extremely well, and a member of the opposition has a has maybe their game of the year or something close to it right and the spirit uh uh you know have to suffer the loss for it um any other takeaways from uh from the sunday morning game what how did after such a strong performance how what was what was the spirit <laughs> it's a it's a fun pun what was the spirit <laughs> like on in the players uh after the game yeah i mean obviously frustrated but kind of just um Happy with the way that things kind of went, but frustrated with the end result. Um, I think one thing that was pretty interesting to me was the players were incredibly surprised at how well the field responded um, on Sunday because uh, most of them were expecting to come out and kind of be playing in almost like a swampy mess. And um, it, it didn't end up being like that. Apparently only took an hour of no rain for it to completely drain, which is incredible when you consider seven inches of rain. So um, I think that was one of the biggest takeaways from this game. There's, there has been some a uh, little bit of news since. Um, Aubrey Bledsoe named Washington Spirit. She is ambassador. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, always good to see uh, the, you know the spirit players getting recognized and getting opportunities to uh, uh, to represent. Uh, unfortunately, Washington Spirit waived Maddie Houston. Um, yeah. Not uh, I mean not a surprise, right? We knew that she was uh, that she had plans to play overseas. She she had signed a contract, right? Right. And um, that was sort of um, uh, so we, we kind of knew this was coming um, when Maddie was drafted. I immediately had this thought, this like design in my head that I wanted to make for Maddie. And I was waiting until she was like signed to the team. And then June comes along and she signs a full contract. So I, I emailed Tori and I'm like, can you send? And I, I quickly drew up the, like a, a, a the, the element, the, what the periodic table of elements, symbol, right? It's an element symbol. I'm bad with uh, science. It was not my thing. <laughs> uh, what do you call that? An, uh, an element symbol, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Jordan's like, don't look at me. I'm a communications major too. Um, and so I send it over to her. They send us over to Maddie. Maddie gets back to me, says that she loves it, and we start getting the ball rolling. And then she signs she signs the contract over seat and gets waived. And I was and I sent I followed up the emails like, you know what? We're making the shirt anyways. Um, and so the I'm sure anybody who follows us on Twitter uh, knows that we just opened it up for orders. It is a Maddie Houston T-shirt. It is a blue um, sort of uh, the the element symbol with the HU and like the the number two is like the uh, supposed to be like the uh, what do you call it like the element number and then the six point two zero one eight is supposed to be like the atomic or the the atomic weights but it, you know yeah. it's for you know uh, her signing in june anyways it looks cool she really <laughs> digs it 
Um, and it... It's going to be a one-time print and order, Jordan. We're not holding any any inventory. One-time print and order. So if anybody wants one, uh, spiritcoverage.com slash merch. It is there. It's only $20. And um, it is benefiting helping other people eat in Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem, yep. Yep. Um, and so that's the – as always, it benefits a cause. And, yeah, we have until – I'm put. I, I, I'm telling people you have until midnight on Thursday. Technically, you have until like 6 a.m. on Friday. Um, <laughs> but like when I wake up, the first thing I'm doing on Friday is sending the inventory numbers to uh, my printer so they can print these shirts. And it'll be the only time only time we print, unless for some reason she comes back right and becomes a member of the spirit, then we'll we'll uh, consider it again then. But for for now, in the foreseeable future, this is your opportunity to get a Maddie Houston shirt should you want one. Um, Jordan, of course, you uh, will make sure that you get one as well, uh, oh, yeah. so you can run around in your. Uh, how, how much? How much of your wardrobe is follow your spirit uh, t-shirts? Well, um, <laughs> the t-shirt that I'm currently wearing uh, is the other Houston shirt that we have. <laughs> so, uh, if that tells you anything, uh, it's a good portion of it. I uh, I wore my when I root I root for the spirit pride shirt to uh, to the Macklemore and Kesha concert. I felt like that was appropriate. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. What else is here? We covered the game. Uh, we covered that. Rose Lavelle playing in uh, in a tournament of nations. Uh, she got some minutes right against. Yep. Um, uh, she got minutes in both games or just the she first did. one? Yep. Okay, great. Um, have you did you watch both games? I only I watched did. the first game. Yes. Um, she actually, last night, had the – she made a run to the end line right at the end of the game, uh, went out for a corner kick, and the U.S. ended up tying it up on that corner kick. So Oh, very cool. She's assisted – assisted um, in quotes there um, on two goals so far in the tournament. Um, had one against Japan too, I think. Yeah. Um, assists. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Megan Megan Rapino, how Killing great it. how great is she? I mean, I know Alex Morgan obviously is is uh, uh, the ones getting the goals, but Megan Rapino, a part of every one of those plays, not to mention a goal for herself, right? So, yeah. um, just just an amazing soccer player. It's it's amazing that that entire uh, like I know I'm preaching to the choir here, <laughs> but when I when I hear morons talk about men's sports and uh versus women's sports and especially people that complain about men's sports but still don't give women's sports the recognition they deserve like watching tobin heath refuse to go down uh while she's battling for the ball and managed to get a ball in that resulted in a goal Every time, like the, every time that went through my feed, all I thought, all I could think was Neymar would have been halfway across the ground, like rolling and crying on the first touch, right? Um, so yeah, that's uh, um, is is Sam Kerr is Sam Kerr the most dangerous striker in the women's game right now? I would have to think so. I mean, I think that if you look at both club and country performances there's not a player I would rather have on my team and not have to play against than Sam Kerr 
if you if you and I are are putting together teams and you're we're both captains, you get first pick out of uh, anybody that is playing professional women's soccer. Who who's your first pick? You don't have to you, you just yeah. I know I'm putting, I, on, I'm putting on the spot here, but uh, I mean, the, the reason I ask is I would probably Sam Kerr would probably be my first pick. Yeah, I mean I think it's very hard to think of or justify picking anybody else before her right now. Um, she's just playing that grade of soccer at the current moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so very cool. Rose Lavelle there. Um, I'm not going it was, it's kind of disappointing that it's only Rose Lavelle <laughs> from the spirit. Right. And I only say that because coming into the season, it felt like we had four potential, um, you know, national team players, but due to injuries and the, the, the vast amounts of talent that, uh, American women's soccer has, it's, it's, uh, we have Rose Lavelle there, but it's very cool that a member of the spirit, uh, and I need to get one of those kits. Oh my goodness. That does <laughs> jerseys are so cool. Um, the Spirit or are still thumping the Spirit Ambassadors program. Um, are you are, are you a member of this at all, Jordan? Are you? I'm are not. You, so neither am I. Um, but you and I know a couple people that are. Yes. Um, and it sounds like something they're really trying to buy into, right? Like yeah. when I first saw it, I kind of thought like, oh, this is sort of like. It sounded like they were just trying to like get it quick. It sounds like they're really trying to establish this as a thing. So, um, if being a spirit ambassador, uh, which pretty much means you help the spirits, uh, you voluntarily help the spirit spread the word of the spirit, um, and and you know share things and uh, and and support the team, then um, there's plenty of information at their websites. If you just search uh, ambassador on their at their page, you'll definitely see information on that. But uh, yeah, it seems like a program that's actually going to stick around um, and something that could be useful for uh, for the spirit. Seattle. Yes. Sunday, August 5th. Um, is the tournament done by then? It yes, will be, the right? Yes, the last game is Thursday. Okay. And I, oh, okay. Well, I mean, being a Sunday game, I guess it'll be... I guess it'll be, you know, uh, game time decisions maybe on, uh, I don't know how much rest Megan Rapino requires, but um, I imagine we probably won't see much out of Lavelle. Um, According to Jim, I, I did ask this, um, he said that they will be available. Um, whether that means anything, I'm not too sure, but um, I think it honestly depends on how many minutes she gets on Thursday um, to kind of see where she's at, but I would not be surprised if she if she did make a an appearance off the bench. Okay, well, we hope to see that. Yeah. Um, Seattle go or uh, Washington going to Seattle. Uh, Seattle currently sitting in second. Uh, they are almost an entire season behind the North Carolina Courage, as everybody else is. Uh, 16 points, Jordan. 16 points separate North Carolina in first and Seattle in second. If you're in North Carolina, at this point, right, you're like, of course, you, you, their competitors will play to win, um, but you're really just playing to stay sharp, right? Like at this right. point, you're just you're you're playing to stay sharp on your game, not taking any risks, letting people get the rest they need, stuff like that. Um, North Carolina, my goodness! Um, not only have they play, have, have they been having a great season, but because they're so far ahead, they pretty much get to r- 
they get to do whatever pretty much they need to in these last five or six games ending the season to ensure that their players are rested and ready to go for the playoffs. Um, it's hard. It's hard to think that North Carolina won't be uh, in the final this year. Um, who will join them is still yet to be determined. Seattle with 30 points. Portland right behind them with 29. Orlando also with 29. Chicago with 28. Still very much in the race. Uh, and, you know, I guess you can make it a case that Houston is also in striking distance. And if you want to make that case, I guess Utah technically is too. <laughs> um, but I don't think we're going that far down. Uh, the Spirit's way far, way behind uh, with 10 points. Sky Blue um, with, <laughs> my goodness, with three points. So the Spear are going into Seattle. Um, they're coming off of a really competitive game. At this point, and because they are competitors, of course, they're not going to lay down and play dead. They're going to try to play spoiler, right? They're going to try to uh, make some teams take an L uh, and make it tougher for those teams to, uh, to clinch their playoff spot. Uh, do we think the Spirit can be competitive enough to make Seattle uh, work for their three points this week? I think it depends on what team shows up. Um, we saw them play the very first game of the season out in Seattle. I thought that the first half and the second half were two completely different teams. Um, I think if the team that came out in the second half and played them strong, played them tight, uh, comes out, I think they can possibly get a point here. Um, I think it also depends heavily on who plays um, from these teams from Tournament of Nations because while the Spear only are missing Rose, um, the Reign have a bunch of people, um, you know, Ali Long, Megan Rapino, Naho plays for Japan, Lydia Williams, Steph, Cat- wait, Steph Catley, I think. They are um, all for Australia, so... They have a, a wider variety of players that could or could not be playing. So um, I think the biggest thing is just figuring out who is playing for either side before you can make a, a good prediction. Since May 27, when the Spirits lost in Houston 2-3, to three, since that game, the Spirit have scored one goal. Um, and that is in Orlando on July 7. We're going into the August 5th game. How important do you think um, even, you know, one or two goals in this road stretch is to the, um, the, the confidence and just the psyche of being a player right now in the spirit? Oh, I mean, I think it's huge. You know, like, it's one thing to continue to keep losing. Um, that kind of hits it one part of your mind but to be losing and not scoring that that's where frustration I think starts to set in and um it's it's one of those things where it's like it starts eating away at your training and and kind of your mental side of the game a lot more and it's a challenge um so I think the big thing is just to keep going and keep believing that hey, we're going to get that goal and we have the ability to score still and we still have the ability to try and win and play spoilers. So um, it's going to take a lot of mental toughness from these guys, but I think that um, they've been through a lot and these girls can can get it done. Sure. Um, 
just shortly after, and I'm going to bring this up because, uh, you know, uh, who knows if, if you and I will get the opportunity to talk in between the August 5th game and then the August 8th game. Uh, but just a few days later, they're rolling into Utah, playing a little bit of elevation. Um, I imagine... I mean, that's a good spot for Utah, right? Uh, that's yeah. a good spot for Utah to pick up some points to uh, to possibly make a shot in the dark attempt to, to get in a playoff content, uh, position. Um, what um, if, if you're a member of the Spear right now, um, other, obviously, other than obviously trying to score a goal, like what do you what do you think you're personally – I mean, you, you used to play soccer. Like what are you, what are you personally doing – um, to ensure that you're getting the most out of these this last stretch of games? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just taking one game at a time and, and not getting too ahead of yourself. Uh, the, the Spirit are in a great spot right now. Um, you know, not in a table-wise, but they have the ability to play spoiler week in and week out and really try and ruin the rest of the league's seasons and... It's it's tough to get up for those games, but you know at this point a lot of these players could be playing for their jobs, for their next contracts, um, for more playing time next season. So there's still so many things to to get out there and play for that uh, they definitely have the um, the drive to to keep going. I think. Yeah. Uh, playing spoiler definitely something that'll be um, fun if they can make that happen. Of course, uh, you know any taking any points away from Seattle, of course, uh, you know affects Seattle's playoff position um, going into uh, as they are starting to battle for that. Uh, and then you know if they manage to pull an upset against uh, Utah or, or get a get a win over uh, over Houston, uh, those you know, those games could possibly um, have huge playoff implications for both of those teams. Um, so it, it will be, uh, even though now that we're over the hump, I guess, sort of, of like, well, I, I guess our team doesn't have a chance. We're now getting into that set of games where um, these these games are going to be fun to watch now because uh, we may get the spirit uh, to <laughs> to burst some playoff bubbles, which uh, I don't know why, but for some reason as a fan, it makes you feel a little bit better. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think the spirits, I think th- this team is talented enough. They're smart enough. I think that, uh, especially you mentioned the formation that they took allowed a little bit more opportunity for, uh, Didasco and other players to get a little bit more involved in the offense. I think they find that. I think they, maybe they replicate that. And I think they dig deep and they, they find a way to get more shots on, on goal. I think Seattle's going to score sort of at will, right? Especially if Rapino starts. Um, but it, yeah, I think, I think like three, one spirits. And I actually, if the, and if the spirit play well and that goal's fun to watch, I won't even be mad at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Or did I say 3 1 Spirit? I mean, 3 1 uh, Seattle. Yeah. You know what I mean. I did. Yeah. Um, I think they hunker down. I think it, I'm going to go 2 to 1. Um, Seattle's, well, I, I think it's kind of going to be similar to the first game that they played out there. And, you know, Seattle's going to play them tough in the first half, and um, the Spirit are going to squeak one out, but just late enough where um they can't get that second so um definitely gonna gonna give seattle the win but i think the spirit get that much even goal 
Sure. Seattle super good at home, 5-1-2. and two. They're on a uh, three-game winning streak, and they've only lost one of their uh, past five. Definitely going to be a uh, good competition for the Spirit. Uh, Aubrey Bloodsell still leaves the league and saves with 85 saves, which is 21 more than Jane Campbell, who just added nine, right? So Jane Campbell is, at, is, is 21 behind after just adding nine from the previous game. Um, so... Aubrey Bledsoe sailing away with that stat. Um, I mean, is you know, I, I know there's been a few games where she's made a costume mistake that have uh, that have put this put the spirit down. But it, I mean, we can argue that she's MVP for the spirit this year. Oh, for sure. I think, um, I think that the other options in goal for the spirit would not have kept them in as many games as Aubrey Bledsoe has. Um, I, I don't know how this girl was not a starter in this league um, prior to the season. Uh, she's she's played incredible, definitely deserves to be a starter, and um, hopefully Jill Ellis gives her a look um, at some point here in the near future. But incredible season from her and, and definitely one for her to remember. Uh, patreon.com slash follow your spirit is where you can go to support the show. Uh, we have these shirt club level $6. I know we've only put out the one shirt this far that the last two, um, have taken a little bit of time to get put together. Uh, Jordan, there just hasn't been an, there just hasn't been a clear fan favorite, I think this year. And that's, what's made it difficult to really, uh, yeah. hone in. Yeah. That's, that's actually what's been keeping the third, uh, design, but it's, it's most likely to be Aubrey Bloodsoe. I got, I still need to get a hold of her and make sure she's cool with that. Um, but we've started working on a design. Uh, when I interviewed her earlier in this, in the year, she's, she was very open to it. So, um, that'll most likely be the third, uh, design for the year. If you are, if you want to join the shirt club and you're interested in the, the uh, the Maddie Houston design. If if you become a patron before cl- end the day, uh, the end of the day on Thursday, you will be included in the uh, the Maddie Houston design as well as for for shirt club uh, benefits. Jordan, thank you so much for for taking the time to join me. I know you were uh, running around all over today, zoo and work and all that sort of stuff, and it was rainy outside. But uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll see if we get the opportunity to do this between games next next week. But if not, we'll definitely do this after the Utah game. Yeah, thanks for having me.